You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Five minutes uh, to nine o'clock. It's a beautiful night, uh, the night of Yomul Jumu'ah. My name is Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia. And of course, uh, our beloved Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mawlana Salim Karim Daman Barakatuhum. Let's welcome the listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Many, many listeners are tuning in and listening to tonight's program because it's uh, something that's... Uh, I think, I won't say something, I'll say that, that that's in everybody's life. You know, stress. We all have stress in our lives, isn't it? We all have issues in our lives, isn't it? So tonight's topic will be how to handle this. How do we handle the stress? How do we handle our issues? You know, pertaining to marriages and divorce. When a person is married and you've got stress and you've got issues, how do you handle it? You and your spouse. Do you ignore it or do you throw everything, do you throw the buck onto your beloved uh, spouse or partner uh, shoulders or do you both of you uh, uh, resolve the issue? And How do you go through it? Especially also when a person is divorced. What do you do? You know, do you get a counselor? Do you go into, uh, like, into a shell? Anyway, let's go to our beloved senior Ustad on this beautiful, mashallah, Thursday night. Ustad, welcome to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you this evening? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Ustad, how are you, Ustad? How's uh, everyone in Ladysmith? How's the family, Ustad? Alhamdulillah, what was special for supper? Uh, <laughs> I had tonight uh, hot dogs to start, hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and you start, what, yeah. what was on the menu? <laughs> and you, what was on the menu for your supper? Well, I just had a sandwich, inshallah. We should eat light at night, inshallah. It helps with digestion, inshallah. And you have a good sleep. Mm. Not what we eat at night. Mm. Have your meals early so that it, your body could absorb and digest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And inshallah, all of these, you can be focused. Mm. But can you imagine, Mona, what names people keep? Look at this English language. Uh-huh. Hot dogs. <laughs> Come on, Ustad. <laughs> and our people go crazy. Mona says, see the kids. They want hot dogs. Ajit, yeah. can you call food dogs? But to start, but to start no, no, let, let, let's ask the listeners. <laughs> I, I, I'm not, and one of like, like, you know, normally in English we say good evening, okay? Yeah. Am I right? If I say to you good evening, so you'll say, Mona, good evening to you. Am I right? Indeed, Ustad. But this side, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm in pain, I'm uh-huh. suffering, and I'm saying to you good evening. Mm. But mm. see, when you say, Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi Allahu Akbar. Mm. Just look at the difference. That's the beauty of Islam. Mm, 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 no, no, that is why you, you have to understand Arabic, you have to understand Urdu. So, just on a lighter note before we start the program, you mm. know, the directive to an Imam of a masjid is that when he performs and makes Imamat for his Muslims and congregation, MashaAllah, uh-huh, uh-huh. you should make consideration of this of his musallis. They are elderly people. They are sickly people. They are people who cannot keep their wudu for a long time. So you can't go on for yourself. Hmm. Yes, read the masnoon kiraat. Read with tarfeel. So in the hadith of Rasulullah, see when you don't understand and you miss out the dots and you don't comprehend properly. Hmm. So in the hadith, one Maulana sahab, you know, sometime as I said to you, 
we do not study properly, we are not fully equipped. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said when an imam leads the congregation, he should mm. read halki namaz. Halki means light. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't stretch it too much. So one Mulana sahab, whenever he used to read namaz, Mulana he used to shake from left to right. Mm. So some highest person asked him, Mulana sahab, ye tum kya harkat karte ho musallah par? What is it you're dancing from left to right? Is this how you make imamat? Well, he said in the hadith, they written that the namaz ko hil kar parna chahi. One is halki. Halki means light and short. And hil means to move. So he read it wrong. He read it ki namaz mein hil kar parna chahi. In namaz you must shake around. So he said, I'm shaking around in namaz. So the pious person said, Otherwise, you don't understand. It's not ilkar, halki. So sometimes we misunderstand. But nevertheless, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen, ameen. The topic for discussion is how do we cope with stress? Mm. But I think before we do justice to the topic, mm-hmm. let, let's send durood and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And inshallah, from there we take it. Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Bismillahirrahmanirrahim إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال تعالى في مقام آخر لقد من الله على المؤمنين إذ بعث فيهم رسولا من أنفسهم رسولا من أنفسهم يتلو عليهم آياته ويزكيهم ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامٍ نَاخَرٍ رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِنْ لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات صدق الله مولانا العظيم اللهم صل على روح سيدنا محمد في الأرواح وصل على جسد محمد في الأجساد وصل على قدر سيدنا محمد في القبور 
الدين اللهم صل على محمد افضل صلواتك اللهم صل على محمد بعدد كل داء ودواء وبارك وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على محمد كلما كلما ذكره الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكر الغافلون مولاي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهما كلهما صدق الله مولانا العظيم respected listeners brothers and sisters in islam Allah Ta'ala has given us a perfect deen. Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islam deena. Allah has chosen the deen of Islam for us. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu dukhulu fi silmi kaafa. Oh, you who believe, enter Islam totally. So we have a perfect deen, a perfect Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a perfect kitab. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Qur'an, ذِكْرَا لِلْعَالَمِينَ The Qur'an is a remembrance for entire mankind. When it came to the Kaaba, Baytullah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Hudan lil'alameen. The Kaaba is a source of guidance for the entire mankind. Hmm. When it came to Rasulullah, Rahmatul lil'alameen. And when it came to Rabbul Alameen, is Rabbul Alameen. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Beautiful. And when he came to the deen of Islam, what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Fitrat Allahi allati fataran nasa alayha la tabdeela li khalqillah. Subhanallah. Zalika al-deenul qayyim. So Allah Pak has given us a perfect deen, a deen u yusrun. Allah Pa gave us the Qur'an, zikra lil alameen. Rabbul alameen gave us tawfiq to visit Baytullah. So Allah Pa said, hudal lil alameen. When he came to rahmatul lil alameen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْ عَالَمِينَ when it came to Bari Ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen himself, he said, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. 
So Allah has given us everything perfect. So why can't we just obey Bari Sahaba? Why cannot we just follow the commandments of Allah and the beautiful sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Mulana. You know, I want to say two things. Al-Qur'anu huwa shifa. Before we get to this topic. So you can understand what are we going through today? What is happening with this coronavirus? The stress levels, the panic attack, and all sorts of mental issues. That even the food that we eat, Molana, is tasteless. Mm. Anything that we do, there is no zest, no zeal, nothing. Life has become so helpless, tasteless, because fear has gripped us. Even Ibn Nafi was a great physician. Mm. To describe the circulation of the blood in the lungs was asked a question. Pandemic, how should we deal with pandemic? Mm. What is carrying on? Was a great physician, Al-Nafis, an excellent doctor, specialist with lung-related issues and the circulation of blood. So a question was put forward to him. How pandemics should be dealt with? That's the solution we all are looking for. So he replied, and that's the real truth today, Mulana. Okay. For fearful delusions <clears throat> are half the illnesses. Mulana, this fear that has gripped us, this half, this delusion, half the illness brings about half the illness. And remaining calm is half the medicine. If you are calm, how must you be calm? Make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Recite Quran. Make istighfar. Take your medication. Take all the precautions mm. that is necessary. Remain calm or remaining calm is half of the medicine. Having confidence in Allah is the first step to cure. So it shows that Alhamdulillah, the Quran is Shifa, Al Quran is Shifa. We just need to focus because fearful delusions are half of the illness. Because when you are in a state of shock, sometimes it leads to lots of health issues. It affects the heart, the brain. The entire body goes into a spasm because of fear. But remaining calm is half of the medicine. Yes. I'm happy with Allah's decision. Mm. I've taken the necessary precaution. Tawakkaltu Allah. I place my trust in Allah. Mm. I have done whatever is humanly possible. If you try to remain calm, take every minute at a time, every day at a time. Be strong, be positive, be focused. Have yakin in Allah. Take the necessary medication. Having full confidence in Allah is the first step of cure.
no, no, we have to learn a great lesson in life, mm. all of us. And what a beautiful example. This is the reality of the situation in, with all of us in our lives. What a great exercise, Monana. One day a teacher wrote on the chalkboard, nine times table. As we learned in school, we knew up till 13, 14, 15, mashallah, in India, they go up to 20, mashallah, they're so brilliant. They can rattle their bones, Monana. If you really want to be good in math and arithmetic, mashallah, you need to know your timetables, your bones. So a teacher wrote on the chalkboard nine times table. So he wrote in the start, nine times one is seven. Hmm. First, he wrote correctly. Nine times two is 18, nine times three is 27. And right to the end. So the first line that he wrote, nine times one is seven, all the children started laughing at him. Hmm. The kids started laughing at the teacher because of this mistake. So the teacher said to the kid, I deliberately, purposely did that to teach you all a lesson. Because the world will do the same thing to you as well. And that's the reality. I wrote the rest of the bond nine times correctly. While you all overlooked and laughed at my one mistake. Likewise, the world will overlook nine of your good deeds sure. and mock you for one mistake and make your life a living hell. Allah Akbar. Doesn't this happen, Morana? Mm, 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 mm. This is what dunya is, Morana. So why do we chase behind this dunya? Well, it's a good and a good message for the ummah before we start. Well, if you are going out somewhere, always inform your family. This bad habit some of us have, well, we just leave the house without telling our wives and our families where we're going. Hmm. And if the wife has to ask, tell none of your business. Or you give her the silent treatment, they grab the keys and out they go. Hmm. So many times we do that, Mona. Hmm. So it's an important message for all of us. Anything can happen to you once you leave the proximity of your house. So inform your family where you're going. Number two, inform your family when you reach the destination. Do we do that, Mona? Hmm. And when you are returning, Keep your family informed so at least they will be at ease and make du'a for your safe return. These are little things, Mulana. It makes a big difference in our life. Don't just leave your home without telling your wife. It's not like you have to clock your car. No. Mm-hmm. It's common decency and etiquette that to tell your wife and your children, because if there's an emergency, where do they find you? You may not get reception everywhere. So at least your wife knows or your family knows, I'm going to extension one. I'm going to a certain person's home. So if there is an emergency, alhamdulillah, they know where to find you. And likewise, when you reach your destination, phone them and tell them, alhamdulillah, I've reached. How long will that take, Mulana? 
when you're returning and leaving to come back home, inform your family. <coughs> then see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. So respected brothers, let's come back to this depression. Whatever is happening in our relationships, there's a beautiful sentence here that women are not rehabilitation centers for damaged men. Sometimes, you know, parents say that the son is on drugs, he's got temper, he's got issues. Maybe if we get him married, he'll sudar jayega. <laughs> Once we get him married, maybe he'll come straight. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest, you know, rubbish that I've heard. So somebody said it very nicely that women are not a rehabilitation center. Sure. For damaged men, when you're on drugs and you've got issues, they send you to the rehab to straighten you up. Unfortunately, I still have to see a rehab with this at least 60% success. You send 10 drug addicts to the drug addiction center, you may come back with two or one successful. The rest, unfortunately, they fall along on the road. <clears throat> so if you want to have a good marriage, you need to win your husband's heart. How do you do that? How do you do that to start? That's it. Mia bivi ka neek banna. Or ek banana. We have to unite, Malana. Allah Ta'ala brought us together in this beautiful relationship of marriage. So if you want to make your marriage successful, then inshallah, try to be friends. Try to be united. Try to be a team. Hmm. Number two, shohar ka mizaj pehtano. Try to understand the temperament of your husband. Likewise, you should also know the temperament of your wife. Because she's trying to do something for you. And you haven't told her that that's not my cup of tea. For example, she prepared a meal for you. Pasta, for example. And you are one that doesn't eat that. She put so much of love and effort and beautifully presented to you on the table. And when you sit to eat and you see it on the table, you tell her, I don't like this. You couldn't cook something better. I don't know how much of hurt and how much of tears will roll down the eyes of your wife. So understand, that is why I always say, Mana, when you get married or before you get married, or after the proposal, or inshallah in the first week of your marriage, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. husband and wife better after the first week of your marriage, because I think the moment the proposal is accepted, get the nikah done as soon as possible. Don't delay the process. Because one guna leads to the next guna. One life leads to another life. And shaitan ka koi bharosa You can't trust shaitan, Malana. He'll make sure that he'll make you do haram and zina before you start this beautiful journey of the time. To avoid that, immediately after the proposal, get the nikah done. So, farmaya ke shohar ka mizaj pehtano. So, after you get married, Malana, your wife and yourself need to take a notebook the do's and don't. What I, I want you to do and what I don't want you to do. Your likes and dislikes, jot it down. 
then exchange it with each other. At least I will get some idea in the beginning that my husband's mizaj is as follows. What things he likes and what he doesn't like. Mm. Likewise, as a husband, you'll know what your wife likes and what she doesn't like. It is so healthy, Mwana, that you can understand each other. Mm. So if you want love in your marriage, you want understanding in your marriage, you want peace in your marriage, then understand each other's mizaj, ways and habits and temperament. Number three, shohar ki tarif karo. Praise your husband. Murana, this is another musibat. The first thing when there's a problem in the house, then I want to speak to the neighbor. Mm-hmm. You'll tell your whole house story. Alif say was salah. Husband is like this, my husband is like that, my mother-in-law is like this, my sister-in-law is like this. Love And what about all the good things your husband did for you? Vice versa. If your husband has done good for you, he's looking after you, he's caring for you, he's doing his best for you, make shukar to Allah. And when you have to stand up, in case your parents have to ask you, how is your husband treating you? You should be with a beautiful smile on your face. Say, Alhamdulillah. I've never have seen such a wonderful person like my husband. Or sachi mohabbat ka izhar karo. Express your love sincerely. Or for my, you want to win your husband's heart. Acha khana pakam. Cook some food that he likes. It may be simple. You don't have to have a five-course meal, ten-course meal. What is simple, practical, alhamdulillah. But, but the main ingredient in there must be love. See? So when you're cooking your food, try to be in wudu. Huh. When you're cooking your food, read the dua, read the rushari. Allahumma allit bayna qulubina. Wa akhlih zata bayna. Allahu akbar. Wa akhlina subul as-salam. Haq ustad. Wa nadjina minas dhulumati ilan nur. Imagine you're cooking and you're reading these beautiful duas. How much of barakah? How much of taste Allah will put in So if you really want to win your husband's heart, these are the things that you need to do. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, daughter Hadrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala, this is a pious and obedient wife. She would not eat unless she has fed her children and Hadrat Ali. It was a noble quality of Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. And see how beautifully, as I said, learn to praise your husband. Likewise, learn to praise your wife. If your mother is talking ill about your wife and you know your mother is wrong, your sisters are wrong, or your dad is wrong, say, Abba, Ammi, this is not right. Alhamdulillah, she is doing her duty. Stand up and defend her. Don't say, It's obviously when you're going to speak to your parents, you're going to speak with respect. But it's your duty as a husband or it's your duty as a wife that if something is wrong and something is said incorrectly, it's your duty to stand up, inshallah, and correct the wrong. So look at how Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala, her love for her children and for Hazrat Ali. She wouldn't eat. And there are so many wives, Malana. Allah Ta'ala gives them jazai khair. They won't eat alone. Hours will go by. They are hungry. But they will make sabr. 
only when the husband comes, whether it's 12 o'clock in the night or 1 o'clock in the morning, mm. for some reason or the other, husband is delayed. Okay. Try and come home early and eat with your wife. Okay. But she will make sabr and wait for the husband to come, and then only she will eat her food. SubhanAllah, Allah gives them ajri azim. They are such wonderful wives out there. So let's see how Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala is praising Hadrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. Usad, before you give us about Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala uh, praising about uh, Fatima, uh, the lesson says here, a student of deen, Mulana uh, Salim, I try my best to cook the best food for my husband, but he doesn't like my cooking. I'm only 21 years of age. I'm learning how to cook, Mulana Salim. So now he says he wants to marry someone else. Please, I need help. I want to learn how to cook. Ya Allah. Student of Deen Ustad. Come on, Ustad. Such a flimsy excuse, Murana. Yes, dal me kala hai. Huh? He's got wrong intentions, Murana. His marriage based on food. Mm, 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 mm. If he wants food according to his taste, uh-huh. the right thing he should have done and should do is to tell his wife, I'm going to make an appointment with mummy, inshallah, aziz. You go over and she will teach you exactly how I like my food to be cooked. She will give the necessary recipe to your wife. This is absolutely a flimsy excuse that because she is not cooking well, his marriage only about cooking. Hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives this husband tawfiq that he corrects his thinking. You know, this great sawab. Hmm. Sometimes when the food is, you know, when Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was, pre- was presented with food, if he didn't like it, Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would leave it aside. Mm. But never criticize the food or never criticize the wives. Mm. We're supposed to be doing. Mm. One day a great wali of Allah came home and the wife prepared a meal and if she forgot to put the salt. Inside, he said, I forgive her. Maybe she had other work to do in the process. She forgot to add the salt. She's Allah's servant. She can forget. She can make a mistake. And I make her mask. And he ate the food quietly. He never said a word to her. A few days later, he passed away. Mm-hmm. And when he came into the court of Allah, Allah Ta'ala said to him, we loved your action, that you shown concern and kindness to my bandi. Mm, you mm, had mm, made her mm, mark. Mm, mm, Arhamar Rahimin, I'm Akaramal Akaramin. Today, because you had shown love and kindness and forgiveness to your wife, for this, we are forgiving you also. So, I feel sorry for that sister. She's becoming an Arima. She's learning. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. I see, Ustad, there's a, there's a brother from UK says that, uh, uh, would you respect Mulana Salim? Who taught his wife how to be intimate? That's a lame excuse, dear Mulana Salim. He has a hidden agenda, you know? And uh, the, brother is, the, the brother is listening to you from UK, Ustad, and he's right. And I see the sister, the student of Deen says, please tell Mulana Salim Karim he doesn't eat at all. He goes to his mommy's house. Come on, Ustad. I, I think this marriage is on the rocks, Ustad. Come on. Morana, you see, this is where I, I, I have a big war with mothers sometimes. Why, Ustad? You know, they haven't cut the umbilical cord. Oh, yeah, Allah. Mm. 
I have I have few cases, Morana. Uh-huh. The wife will prepare the best meal, but the mother will make sure that she will send the food for her son. Why do you want to do that? Give them their independence. Give them their privacy. And alhamdulillah, give them a chance to grow up in marriage. Sure. They will learn from their mistakes, Molana. Why do you keep interfering? This I have seen with certain mothers who are too possessive of their husband. I mean, their son. Molana says, I've got two, three cases. The mother says, he's staying in the same house. You will not shut the door. You won't lock your bedroom door. Mother says, mother-in-law says, I will go through your cupboards to see what you got. Mara, can you do this? Can you intrude in other people's privacy? That's why Sharia said from the beginning, when you get married, go and stay separate. Mm. It will save so much of fitna, arguments, rebirth, and abuse. From day one, give your wife a separate facility. You can stay in the same block. You can stay in that big house, separated on one side. Fine. She has her own privacy. She has her own kitchen. She's independent. Subhanallah. Why did Sharia tell us that? But to start the mothers, they got a soft spot for the son. So you think the mother is doing wrong here, allowing her son to come and eat there at the house to start? Now and again, Alhamdulillah, Mulana, they are still home where every Friday all the families come to eat together. Yes, Ustad, correct. We have functions once a week or once in one, twice a week, Mulana. But when are you going to give the husband and wife a chance, Mulana, to grow up? to love each other, to care for each other. If I'm going to be keep interfering, Mara, I will also get upset. Mm. Because the wife is going out of her way. Mara, she wants to do the best. She dresses up the best for, mm. for the husband. Mm. Mm. She, she keeps her home immaculately clean. She's got such good taste. Alhamdulillah. Maybe not expensive and exclusive stuff, but she wants to present herself to her husband. So when her husband looks at her, he must be absolutely joined and words of praise. We're not giving our sons an opportunity. Mm. Sometimes the mothers also with the daughters getting married. Every week, Moana, the courier service is couriering food from Ladysmith to Dover. See? Because the daughter can't cook. That's the other problem. We're worried about the fashion, about the clothing, about every other thing. I, as a mother, did I teach my daughter, Molana, domestic science. Betty, tomorrow you're going to somebody's house. You'll have to cut potatoes. In your house where you're living, you've got four maids. Mm. Not one day you touch an onion. Not one day you touch the potato. Not one day you put up a pot of food. How are you going to do this in your in-law's house? Is it about fashion? Is it about jewelry? Is it about holiday? To feed your family and feed your children is such a great ibadah. So also mothers need to take this responsibility. Teach our daughters. It's just not about clothing. Mm. It's just not about luxuries. Because tomorrow she's going to go to somebody's home. She has to be a wife. She has to be a mother. I see, I, I, I see the sister from Escort says, Molana uh, Salim, it's because the husband is busy eating soup from another woman's food. Tell the student of Dean she must not let him eat, let him eat from other, other woman. He's, it's a lame excuse to start. Molana, how are you going to stop this person? He should think sensibly that my wife is waiting for me for supper or for lunch. This is beauty. Mm. 
So in the evening when I come, for uh-huh. example, I need to eat something. And he tells her, make this for me or make... Well, she goes out of her way to make it. And then you don't fish up for supper. Or you come and tell her, you know what, I had supper at my mother's house. I'll give you an example, Mulana. During the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a sahabi said, you know what, today I'm preparing a meal, I'm slaughtering a little lamb, and I'm inviting Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because for many days in Rasulullah's house, there was no fire burning. They lived on kajur and water. <laughs> so he invited Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when he came, he said, Ya Rasulullah, I prepared meal, and I'm inviting you over. Will you please come? Rasulullah said, I will only come if you invite Hazrat Aisha to. Today, if you say that to somebody, they get offended. I'm inviting you, I'm not inviting your wife. Again, Rasulullah said to him, I'll accept your invitation, provided you allow Hazrat Aisha ta'ala, to come with me. He says, no. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, okay. He comes back again and says, Ya Rasulullah, I'm inviting you. Rasulullah gave him the same answer. I will accept your invitation if you allow me to bring Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala with. And finally, he agreed. So, the tafsir explanation given behind why the Sahabi didn't want Hadrat Aisha to come. He didn't like Hadrat Aisha. In his heart of heart, he felt, I'll prepare this meal. You know, Alhamdulillah, it will be sufficient for Rasulullah to eat his full. That was his reason or reasoning behind this, that there will be just sufficient food for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And if somebody else comes along, maybe then, would have at least, or the food wouldn't have been sufficient. But the point here is that if tomorrow somebody invites me and say, no, I will accept the dawah, but can I bring my wife with? You shouldn't get offended. You hear the tariqah of Rasulullah, that Sahabi said twice no, so thrice he says no, and finally he exceeded. So hmm. coming back to your question, Ji Mulana. Ji was that? I was just. Telling you how Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Is there any questions from our listeners? Hmm. If they want to add to this, is it true or am I speaking, you know, out of turn here? I'm being blowing hot air. I'm not. Hmm. It's a reality of the situation. Some sisters really cry their heart out. The way they are treated by their mother-in-laws when it hmm. comes to their husband. Hmm. The wife would sit one side. The mother and son will sit together. She's so possessive of her son. Every day the calls are going ten times. Nothing wrong. Find out about your, your daughter-in-law. Find out about your son. But give them the time and space. Alhamdulillah. Hadrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala describes Hadrat Fatima in the most beautiful words. She is beautiful and fragrant filled flower. She is absolutely beautiful and full of fragrance. Mm. Beautiful mm. flower. I even smell this fragrance even though this flower is trampled upon. As they said, you know, if you take the rose petals and you and you smash it, the fragrance will still remain in your fingers. 
So the Murid said to Sheikh, Aapko ko talaq de do, give her talaq her a go. She can't be verbally abusing you and showing you disrespect like this. Chor do unko. But see, when Allah gives you wisdom and hikmat, Mulana, a wise man says, it's very easy for you all to say this. If I give her talaq, and she doesn't get married tomorrow, she'll be in trouble. And if she gets married, she's going to give somebody else trouble. It's better that I make sabr and accommodate her. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us understanding. You know, that is why I say, learn to respect your husband. One, be loyal to him. And give him physical love when he wants it. Mm. So the sister who feels like it's just fight and fight. And there is no more respect left. He has some beautiful piece of nasihat. She respects him. He's making zulm on you. He's hurting your feelings. But stay in there. Make dua to Allah Ta'ala. As long as he's not physical, there's no abuse, mm. physical abuse, where he's assaulting you and doing the most harmful things to you. Your life is in danger at stake. Then you need urgent help. Petty issues, sometimes there are some big arguments between husband and wife. Mm. Ustad, I, 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 I just want to read this. This is from overseas, Ustad. Uh, mm. It says, uh, okay, plus four for you. That's overseas. My daughter-in-law doesn't know how to cook. So now my son and his wife are learning together to cook. I can see so much, of, uh, so much bond and love between them because they're both learning together. Uh, that's, one, uh, that's one message. The other one says here, uh, Mulana Salim Karim, uh, I'm not going to say where I am from, uh, Ustad. And uh, the sister says, I am in Iddat at the moment. It's only seven days gone already. He divorced me because he felt I wasn't, I wasn't a fit wife in the kitchen. The sister is crying, Ustad. And she says, and now he's gone to Dubai to live there. Oh my Allah, give me strength to go through this Iddat. I'm 23 years old, Sister Shakira, Ustad. I mean, Ustad, if, if I, I, I don't know, correct me, Ustad. If I'm looking at this question here, I mean, he gives a divorce. It's seven days gone already. Now he decides to go to Dubai and to go in love there. Do you think he's got maybe a spare wheel there, Ustad? I don't know. I stand for correction, Ustad. Rahim. Let's take the first question. The husband and wife learn going for cooking classes and learning to cook. Subhanallah, Malana, if you go to India and Pakistan, most of the uh, restaurants you go to, or most of the homes that you go to, you'll find they have a bawarchi. A bawarchi means a cook. Uh-huh. They are all men, uh-huh. mostly. Yes, some homes have females, alhamdulillah. But most of the homes and most of the restaurants, if you go, you'll find the chef or the bawarchi is always a male. So for a man to learn to cook, and help his wife in the kitchen is an added bonus, mashallah. It's a great mercy from Allah. Sometimes your wife is sick. She's not in the best of health. She's expecting a child. She's just given birth to a child. Allah she Allah. cannot go into the kitchen. You making a cup of tea. You preparing a meal. You are feeding her with your own hands. What's a great ni'mah? What is happening to the men folk today? The Prophet <laughs> was such a loving husband. When he came home, he kissed his wife. When he came home, he was always always smiling. Ah. When he came home, 
Rasulullah was helping the wives in the daily chores of the house. He would go to the market and buy the vegetables. He would milk the goats. He would go and buy stuff for the neighbors. Allahu Akbar, rahmatul lil alameen. So where are you today? What, where is this pride coming into us? Malana, this arrogance. Just because she can't cook. Imagine divorcing a 23-year-old. Sure. No, no. This mm. is just the start of a marriage. Why did you marry her then? Yes, who started? This is my big question. Isa alayhi salatu salam said something. Right? What is marriage? Uh-huh. It's bringing two people together. What Allah has joined two souls, two persons. Why do you want to break it? Destroy her life. Why did you marry her in the first place, Allah? If you are not sure, am I marrying the right person? You should have done your homework. Hmm. It's not a commodity, Mulana. Your wife is not a commodity. But Ustaz, give me you, want, you buy something, you don't like it, you're going to give it back on the ya shelf. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. And the sister says, Ustaz, three talaks. And he's gone to Dubai, Ustaz. Mulana, this is what I'm saying. You know, this is the, you know, the, the intiha of jihalat. Uh-huh. You know, Allah Ta'ala gives this man hidayat. But remember what he has done to this sister and who is his wife now. Hmm. Allah forbid that he has sisters or he has nieces. Or daughters. Somebody has to do that for daughters. Well, obviously there is no daughter here. Gee. What will his reaction be mm. if somebody does that to his sister or mm. to his niece? Don't say that to start. Mm, 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 Allah, Allah forbid. Mm. This person is either mentally sick, he's got no self-esteem, he's got no self-respect, he's got no sharam, he's got no haya. To make zulm like this on your wife. Rasulullah Allah says in the Quran, Wa bil maruf. Live with your wife on a footing of goodness. Sure. You know, in the Zamana Jahiliyyah, they didn't have ilm and knowledge. But the one thing Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that even in Zamana Jahiliyyah, when people were ignorant, there was no Quran. They never divorced their wives when they came to old age. They still lived with their wives. They looked after them. They took care of them. Our dua is for her. May Allah Ta'ala make it easy for her in her iddat. And inshallah, this person who has made zulm, he will have to face in the court of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for the atrocities and injustice that he's done to this sister in Islam. May Allah make it easy for her. She must read a lot of Guru Sharif and Istighfar mm. and lots of support from the family. Insha'Allah, she'll go through it, and Allah Ta'ala will definitely give her a ni'mal badal. Allah mm. will give her a better replacement. Huh. That's our dua for her. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ustad Azadwal wants to know what is the most difficult part of divorce? Sister from Azadwal, what is the most difficult part of divorce, Ustad? Let me tell you one thing, Maulana. Uh-huh. Whether you're 100% right or you're 100% wrong, mm. When you divorce your wife, inside you, emotionally, it breaks you. Emotionally, this is the pain. You cannot explain that pain. Sometimes you never cried in your life. But the day you divorce or you receive your divorce, you cry like a baby. Why? What Allah joined what Allah united both of you, you broke it. 
It's the most painful thing to go through. Emotionally, this is, ask any divorced person, any divorced sisters, she'll tell you that. And the mo- the, those who suffer the most are the children. They are torn, Marana. The child is crying for daddy. The child is crying for the mother. The mother is pulling the child aside. The dad is pulling the child. The child is broken. Emotionally destroyed. Find out why are the children so destructive. Because we hurt them. We destroyed them. I always say, don't fight in front of the children. Fight your battles alone. Don't bring your daughter in and don't bring your son in for moral support. You are adult enough, Munana, fight your battles yourself. Don't involve the children. Leave them neutral. If they will grow up, and if they get the love of the mother, they will go with the mother. And if the father doesn't love them, obviously they're not going to go to the father, Munana. Mm. This is common. Allah Ta'ala has made it such. Whoever will show support and love and muhabbat and care for me, it's automatic, Munana. You go to any child. Mm. I don't know your son, Munana. But if I smile at your son and I hug your son, and inshallah, I speak to him loving, automatically, Murana, it's a natural thing that Allah is. So the more love you give to your children, Murana, the more attached they are going to be to you. It's a very painful exercise, Murana. That's why Sharia says, from amongst the things that is liked by Allah, Ta'ala, the most disliked is salah. Sometimes you are forced to give salah. As I said to you, you have tried all avenues, you exhausted all avenues, and still you cannot see eye to eye. There is no agreement, there is no compromise, there is no respect. Then the right thing to do is to separate with one talaq ibai. We always advise as ulama to give one talaq ibai, mm. still leave the door open. If Allah is the one who changes heart, ya Maybe six months later, you realize I'm missing my wife. She was the only person. Because nobody else wants to marry you now. How many times it happens, Morana? Mm. Because the news spread. Today with social media, I just have to put one, one, one statement. Morana, your whole life is doing. Astaghfirullah, Ustad. Mm. Am I right, Morana? Mm. Mr. So-and-so is a rotter. Never give your daughter to him. What's going to happen, Morana? Your whole life is destroyed. That's why Sharia said, if you give a salaq, give her salaq when she's fast, when she's clean. And in that period, do not engage with her with intimacy. And if you have to give, give her one salaq. Salaq e rajini. So that in three months' time, it's a great period. That maybe it will be a wake-up call for her. Yes. <laughs> and inshallah, Allah will change the heart. Ustad, Allah, but it's 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 hard. So it's sad. It's sad. It's it's breaking a lot of listeners who are listening to you this evening, Ustad. And we've got about uh, seven, eight minutes left to the program. Of course, inshallah, we will continue this next week, Thursday. Sister Anonymous, sadly, my partner of twenty-one years hooked up with his first girlfriend, Molana Salim. I found out on Facebook he just left, got his family to pick up his things, and now has no contact with his kids. I am a month out of Iddat, but pain is something I haven't dealt with. How do I cope now? Ustad. Well, this is what I'm trying to say, is that we are not doing our homework once. And as men, 
husbands, we are not being honest, Malana. I'm in nikah with my wife. I sleep next to her. Yeah. I do everything, but my mind is somewhere else. No, Ustad. That's why it is haram in Sharia that when you are having intimacy with your wife, to fantasize about another woman or another man, if it's a woman, haram. The zina of the brain, zina of the mind. Now this person, if he still loved his ex-girlfriend, why did he get married? Why did his parents encourage him? Why wasn't he honest? So today we must ask the question, Bonana. I go for a proposal, I'm going to ask, hey, do you have a boyfriend or do you have a girlfriend? Somebody will get offended. Sure. Bonana, there's so much of skeletons we have hidden in the cupboard. Sometimes the boy is gay, Bonana. Absolutely gay. So the girl is a lesbian. And the parents are getting married. They don't know. I don't blame the parents. Because they're not away. They take it for granted. My son is a son. He's a man. My daughter is a daughter. She's a woman. Privately, what is happening behind the scenes, Malana? Nobody knows. There are so many sisters like this and so many brothers, Malana. One nikah broke on the same night, two hours after nikah. Sure. Astaghfirullah. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi. Because the gay partner phoned. And the gentleman had gone to the shower to take a shower. The wife answered the phone. And he said to her, can I speak to my girlfriend or to my boyfriend? Inna knows. Inna lillahi, inna lillahi. My loving partner, how did you get married to him? Mm, mm, That's mm, why mm. an innocent girl's life. Malana, what are we doing? That's why there's no honesty, Malana. There's no loyalty. Who do we trust today? I'm not saying all. But today we have to do, find out lots of personal questions which is going to upset you and me. But we have to do it. We have to swallow that bitter pill. Because in the end, I want a good result. I'm marrying mm. the right person mm. or am I marrying the right woman? Let's come back, Molana. We want a good marriage. There must be commitment. Let's be committed to each other. Let's be giving. Let's be generous. Mm. Generous in every way. In words, in money, in love, in respect. Let's be generous. And if we can't respect each other, Molana, Mm. And this is the starting point of all marriage problems, when we lose respect for each other. And we lose trust with each other. And inshallah, your intimacy, this is another important thing, and nobody wants to speak about this. It's when it comes to intimacy, sometimes the men are falling short, and sometimes the women. Women by nature are shy, and men are not shy. Some of them are, but you see, intimacy is also a ni'mat from Allah. Sharia mm. has given us directives, what is allowed to be done and what is not allowed to be done, how to be intimate, when to be intimate, and how to be intimate. Alhamdulillah, all that is mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah, mm. but because it's a tabu topic, we don't like to speak about it, so we start learning from the net are turning from outsiders who have just no idea of what Sharia wants from us when it comes to the internet. And it says, you know, romance does not exist in Islam, but only after Nama, after Nikah. 
Real love and romance. You want to be romantic? Be. Alhamdulillah. Eat from the same. Hudud sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Is to take khushal together. Obviously Rasulullah sallallahu is alhamdulillah covered. Indeed. Indeed. So is Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Anna. Just now somebody will say, you know what? There's Mulana Saab say, let's go and have a shower. Yes. Mm. Uh, you and me will be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the point what I'm trying to say, just see how accommodating. And look at the shan of Rasulullah. Allah Ta'ala sending wahi to Rasulullah. Wahi is coming in the lap of Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. She's in her mentors. Allah is sending verses of the Quran to Hadrat Jibrail to Rasulullah. Look at the respect. Allah Ta'ala says, at times, Hudu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would take a bath with me. And Hudu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would be quick to bath, inshaAllah. And I would say, but Ya Rasulullah, leave some water behind for me. Please leave some water from behind for me. Alhamdulillah. If you eat from the same plate, you make dua together, you read salah together, you read Quran together, you make zikr together. Alhamdulillah, don't you think Allah will put love in our heart? Definitely. Rasulullah would wake up the Azwaj Matharat for Fajr. Rasulullah would get them up for Tahajjud. And he would say to them, Oh my uncle Abbas, oh my aunt Safiya, get up, worship Allah. Don't depend on me and rely on me that I will, because of your ta'alluq with me and family relationship, Allah is going to save you. <laughs> Do your good deeds on your own. Nobody is going to help you. Subhanallah, so if you have all these beautiful things. Mm. Ustad, uh, 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 there, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions that are coming in this evening. So what I'm going to do, inshallah, Ustad, uh, I, I'm only allowed to give you another three more minutes, and then we'll have to cut off. Uh, there's a brother, brother Malik from UK. He says, "I love you guys' program. Our young couples need to see the senior and experienced ulama for nasihat before they get married, so they can get some direction. It's not only about honeymoon." Uh, Etc. It's a huge responsibility, but Ustad, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna leave you with a with a bombshell, Ustad. And uh, Ustad, you need to be honest to me on the airwaves. Is this true or not? And I'm gonna ask all the listeners of uh, Marcus Sahaba, and I'm gonna ask as well Kari Ismail uh, Mater from Camperdown, who's listening to me this evening. The question says here, dear respected Malana Salim Karim, I would like to remain strictly anonymous. My husband told me to sleep with his boss because. So his boss can give him an extra salary of 5,000 rand, an increase. Should I tell my parents about what he told me, Molana Salim? Because now I'm put off. Ustad, Ustad, is this inna lillahi? It's real, it's real. Molana is a deus. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiwa. I don't know the English word, some cuckold. Some cuckold, cuckold. Mm. Yes. Is this it's happening, Ustad? Is this really happening? It happens, Molana. They have to wife swapping, I there's a special club there. You can leave your car key there, you can leave your house key there, and you take it out from the hat. Whosoever key comes out, you go to that house. Now, Uzzabillah bin Zalik is happening. But he's still... Inshallah, let's end it here. I think my, our engineer told me, Mulana, I miss my wife. I, can you please stop five minutes before 10 o'clock? I want to go back to my wife. So I want to respect him. Inshallah, we'll take all these questions. Inshallah. Tomorrow morning or inshallah Saturday morning mm, and we'll mm, complete mm, it. Mm, mm, so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us perfect Mulana. Inna lillah. Ameen, ameen, ameen. And MBK, Mulana. A husband and wife uh, were standing in front of the mirror. Uh-huh. The wife asked, what do you see? The husband replied, the rest of my life. Jay. 
When we're going to leave it there, we're going to leave it there, inshallah, definitely to be continued. I see there's a, a lot of questions coming in. Unfortunately, uh, I'm not allowed to continue because time is up. And of course, our beloved engineer do, uh, need to go home. So it's exactly a minute after 10. We're going to leave you and love you on this beautiful, mashallah, Thursday night. See you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. And uh, inshallah, we will continue this uh, topic next week, Thursday, again, inshallah. From myself and all of you out there, yes, my beloved listeners, Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina Remember, I will be sending the podcast out to you, inshallah, tomorrow, inshallah. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sajami'ah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.